1: Welcome, you're listening to Sports Econ 101, the show where we discuss sports topics from a business perspective. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-host, Vern Glenn of CBS Affiliate, KPIX TV in San Francisco, and... Bruce McGowan, longtime sports radio personality. At each commercial break, you can ask a sports trivia question. We're, we're going to ask a sports trivia question. And uh, today it's just various sports questions. Uh, in the next segment, we're going to have a, a special guest, uh, our own local Dominican University basketball player, Natalie Diaz. In fact, she, she, she just sat down. All
2: right. We're going to think about radio that nobody can see what's going on, but we can we can tell that's you. True. We, play by play.
1: That's why we had to kind of start off really slowly and go, okay, she's coming in the door now. <laughs> 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 All right. I mean, and royalty here, man.
2: Yeah, yeah. Appreciate <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, it. Okay. All right. Uh, let's see. What else have we got here? Um, this is brought to you Bye. Uh, that's right. <laughs> by Pacific... Don't lose your train of thought. That's right. But I know. I keep doing that. Okay. This segment of Sports Econ 101 is sponsored by Pacific Private Money, providing mortgage investments that are currently yielding around 7.5%. I say around because sometimes 74 7.7, You 77 know. uh, Secured by real estate uh, with no losses. It doesn't get any more conservative than that. Check them out at uh, PacificPrivateMoney.com. Who was that that you were just shaking hands with? Oh, that was Dave Albee. He is the czar
3: of Dominican's, Dominican University. As you uh, fiddle with my, he's fiddling with my mic. I don't know why. I, As we speak,
1: I'm not sure Can what. What is, on we, what is wrong with what is know. your mic? <laughs> oh, don't we
3: uh, is that, check? That, check that, you, that, am I am I am that, I among the
1: okay? List? I got new mics, and and that one was supposed to be working. What did you do to it? I didn't,
2: I didn't touch it. I didn't touch Edward, it. Like so Edward, Edward has to be an engineer on top of her. Can you office. believe it? I, I know. I'm
1: doing the clock. I'm doing the video here. So you wave to the camera, everyone. Oh, it gets crazy. We have
3: seated next to a business major, by the way. That's right. So it's apropos that she's on Sports Econ 101. There you go. All right. That works.
1: That works. All right. All right. Don't touch that dial. You're listening to Sports Econ 101. We're going to be right back.
4: 5 Americans would not go on a second date with someone who has bad teeth, and 50% believe that an individual with an unattractive smile is less likely to land a job when compared to another individual with similar skill sets and experience. First impressions are made in 7 seconds. What does your smile say about you? Do you want more dates and that amazing job that has been eluding you? San Francisco cosmetic dentist Dr. Edward Love cannot promise those things, but he has spent decades helping his Patients stack the decks in their favor through smile transformation and dental tweaks. He is so confident that a beautiful smile can make a difference that he's offering the first 10 individuals that contact his office complimentary dental bleaching just for coming in for a consultation. Call him today at 415 392 2072 to schedule your appointment or schedule through his website at drloev.com. That's Dr. Love, spelled L O E V.com.
5: PacificPrivateMoney.com.
6: If you haven't tried paddleboarding yet, the Petaluma River and northern reach of San Pablo Bay offers you the opportunity to experience the largest preserved tidal estuary on the west coast of North America. The calm waters are ideal for learning to paddleboard while riding wind and tides with sweeping views of oak studded hills and a skyline that stretches to Mount Tam. Petaluma Stand Up Paddle is conveniently located just off of Highway 101 in the Petaluma Marina next door to the Sheraton Hotel. Paddlers can also choose to paddle 1.4 miles into Old Town Petaluma and explore Sonoma's other river city. Call 707 200 or go to www.petalumasup.com. Again, that's 707 200 or check out www.petalumasup.com com. See you on the river.
0: Hey, it's mom. Somebody forgot to thaw the chicken, so meet us at Chili's for three for ten. Oh, and congratulate your sister on her report card. It's not great, but this time she didn't try to hide it from us. Oh, and remember, tonight's your dad's goatee intervention.
5: Love you. See you at Chili's. <laughs> Come in now for Chili's 3 for 10. Starter, entree, and drink for just $10. With entrees like hand-battered chicken crispers and for a limited time, our mouthwatering sirloin steak topped with garlic butter. Together, we Chili's. Available at participating locations only.
1: Welcome back to SportyCon 101. Again, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Vern Glenn and Bruce McGowan. And in the studio, we have our, uh, can I say our very own, because you're local, Dominican University basketball player, Natalie Diaz. Now, why do we have Natalie on?
2: Well, you know, I was reading an article in the Chronicle the other day about her exploits, and I had to say I was really excited because not only is she... From our area here in Marin County, but I mean, she plays here for the university, for Dominican University, but she also comes from Santa Cruz, which is near and dear to my heart because that's serving capital. Of Northern California. It is that. Anything to do with surfing? That's the man. Yeah. (laughs) And you went to SoCal High School? I did. So you started playing basketball. It must have been at a very early age. Your dad gets you in it. Was he a jock?
7: No. Actually, neither of my parents were jocks. Did you have brothers or something? I have an older sister. She uh, used to play uh, soccer, but no, Mm -hmm. I was really the only basketball jock in the family. Um, Started when I was in like second grade, probably seven years old just at a little girls league and um, dunk dunking I, yeah. uh, not not so <laughs> not, much not but so much. as I got into I think it was fifth grade I went to a competitive more competitive AAU team and from there I kind of just I had to choose between soccer and basketball and I ended up choosing basketball so that was a good yeah. a good choice for me but what was
3: it about basketball that did it for you like nothing else would
7: I think it's just the excitement of the game I had as a kid I had so much energy so I mean my mom would put me in tap dancing ballet all <laughs> and that that did not do it, no, it even soccer and softball wasn't enough. I had we would go from practice to practice every day. I I'd do junior guards, so that was swimming and running, and then go to basketball practice, and that seemed to be the only thing that would get my energy. I mean, I out. can see
1: I can see soccer being you know because of running back and forth. Yeah. but if you're not actually touching the ball oh, each no, time, no. It's, it's a little mm-hmm. different. And by the way, I want to for for the audience out there when you, when you said SoCal, mm-hmm. it's not SoCal like uh, Southern California. Is so
2: we, SoCal, SoCal, yeah. SoCal, is SoCal, S O Q U E L. Everyone right? says
7: SoCal. Like So SoCaliforn- Cal, California. I'm like, no, no, no. It's just and in that's Bay good. Area. How <laughs>
3: big a is that? It's about it,
2: 1,200.
3: Kids? Yeah,
7: 1,200 oh, kids. Perfect. Very small. Yeah, <laughs> I'm
3: just yeah. tripping out a little bit because you've gone from handling the rock when you were what second grade, <laughs> yeah. third grade, and <laughs> now, and now, rock. and now, and, now, <laughs> and I'm, I'm looking at you're 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 the you're, you're like the Division Two James Harden <laughs> yeah.
2: female James Harden of Division Two basketball. What is she averaging without without the beard? Thank you. What is she averaging for? in something like. Yeah. Well, right well, Why you ask right here. Dave, is it at, like
8: 26.4? 26.4. 26.4. 26.4. Yeah.
7: Yeah.
1: And, and by the way, when you said Ooh. handling the rock, is that because you're so old <laughs> they used to play with rocks? basketball?
3: <laughs> hey, man, I, I, I was just, I was just trying to be cool. I they call, they call the basketball the rock, you know?
2: That's right. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my goodness! Good. Well, interesting thing about Natalie too. Now she went. She's going to Dominican College, uh, principally university. 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 Um, university. Dominican University. That's right. I used to I teach
1: should... there, and I taught when I taught. It was university. Yeah, not... my
2: mom was a graduate student there, believe it or not. Oh, so yeah. um, she got her teaching credential there. But uh, it, it was kind of a, a fluky thing. I mean, you and your dad had, had been coming back, I guess, on some kind of trip to to visit other schools, mm-hmm. and you just dropped in. To, to to check it out and how did that happen?
7: Yeah, so my dad and I were we were on an official trip to a different school and I got a call from the Oh, coach you can say the school. Come at on. Sonoma. Yeah,
3: there
5: you go. All right.
7: <laughs> we had just gotten back from the official trip and I got a call from coach Tim and my dad and I were kind of like, "No, I don't really want to go. It seemed like small. I've never heard of it before. I was, you know, it wasn't really on my radar, but after that trip, my dad and I said, like, well, why don't we just stop by, take a look? Um, so we ended up dropping in for a practice, met all the girls, uh, got a little tour around the facilities and mm-hmm. everything. He invited me back for a uh, official visit, so I took that a few weeks later, and I was, I was sold. I mean, I, it's a beautiful campus. It's beautiful. Now, it's
1: beautiful. So it, uh, Dominican is considered uh, Division Two. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what possibilities were there for Division One?
7: I had a few, um, you know, mostly just talking to them. They couldn't promise me a lot of minutes. They couldn't promise me. Some of them were walk-on, you know, yeah. that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. But for me, I wanted a team that I was going to get minutes on. And yeah. so a lot of the D2s around here had promised me, you know, you'll play as a freshman. You'll play full games, this and that. And um, that was one thing Coach Tim and Coach Fennick really you know, they promised me a lot it's of minutes. Better. Sometimes
1: it's better to be a big fish in a small pond, yeah, right? I mean, know? Do, do you have aspirations of going to the WNBA? Mm-hmm.
7: Not particularly at the moment. My okay. aspirations lead more towards overseas basketball oh. just because I, you know, the first this that's summer. That's where the money is. That's the money. And this yeah. summer was the first time I uh, was able to travel outside the U.S. So I went to Ireland. And since then, I'm like, you know what? If I have the ability to go overseas, play the sport I love, possibly get paid for it and be somewhere new i think that is that's an interesting amazing this, opportunity that you bring
2: that up though and i, I want to relate to something because i had a friend of mine he went with his wife over to italy mm-hmm. one of their uh, friends had a couple of kids who were being recruited by some soccer pro team in italy and a kid is 16 years old and he's going to play in the yeah. minor yeah. leagues oh over there. Oh, some of these guys they are got 14 you got a six-figure salary okay Jeez. that's what i was going to ask you so, yeah. so if,
1: um from the money standpoint, mm-hmm. since this is sports econ yeah. one-on-one econ <laughs> for economics, um, what would be the salary for United States versus overseas? You
7: know, it all depends because here in the United States, I've I've talked to a few friends. I've actually played this summer with a former WNBA player, and she said that if you're not the Diana Tarasi, Elena Deladon of the WNBA, you know they don't really give you a second look. So, hmm. um, for her, it was kind of the same thing. You know, she wanted to be able to play. She wanted that one-on-one time with coaches and trainers. Um, so she. Was isn't really getting it here but overseas it's kind of like you can negotiate your uh, your salary along with they love having Americans over there and I've had yeah. a few friends who've played over there a friend just got back from Spain um, so they really look for Americans to be on the team and lead the team
2: Well, plus how, how much fun would it be to live in, in a foreign oh country gosh. speak yeah. the language oh, get so cool. Israel the would it be one place would, right? any,
7: honestly yeah. anywhere I people keep asking where do you want to play? I, Australia, Europe yeah. on anywhere that would offer I would be happy to go to so. well, what a
3: great way to see the world right? oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, really, yeah. doing what you love for a living Things, and, you know, traveling. And, and, and traveling yeah. around. You yeah. should
2: do that for a couple years, Natalie. I mean, I know that you're a very smart young gal who's got a lot of other things going in your life, but, I mean, now is the time to do Absolutely. this. Absolutely. I mean, I don't need to tell you that. No. <laughs> so so
1: what, what kind of figure, do you, what kind of income would they... Would you think it would be for out of? So out of usually, country?
7: depending on the t- contract, they'll pay for your flights out there. They'll pay for your living situation, a mm. few meals a day, and mm. then a salary with that. So well, pretty much, pretty pretty right much you're back. making you're making money yeah. while saving it because you're not paying for pretty all fine. the amenities okay. that come but, with but
1: it. But have they told you where, no, what kind of salary? They,
7: it all depends on the if you like you know your agent, your club. I have a friend yeah. who made I think her last trip she made like twelve hundred dollars a month, something like that, with everything paid for. So she was making. A good amount of money here and there, but she was just happy to travel and to do travel, her thing, yeah. yeah.
3: Well if you have your meals and your living expenses yeah, paid for quite, and your yeah. traveling expenses paid for, I mean you could just you could
2: just bank the rest. Yeah. You yeah. know? Yeah. right out of college well, I was it's gonna good say good, when you're a yeah. young person you're not attached you don't have a, a exactly. home a mortgage kid <laughs> exactly. you know, you right, put yeah. your time <laughs> right. That. Yeah. Yeah. take your time with that
7: absolutely and yeah.
2: don't get involved with men we're all pigs. No. <laughs> <laughs> I have
3: a I have a question about coach Tim and mm-hmm. and how and how you kind of get discovered you know, out of out of out of Santa Cruz I don't know if we have time for that this mm-hmm. second yeah, yeah, yeah. We've Do got we that.
1: we got one um, yeah, in
3: this push button mm-hmm. world Nat, um, where where you got you know YouTube and you know and 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 Huddle yeah. and and Max Preps and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, how is it that, uh, that 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 your that your game you know was discovered and that you you know got around? Because I I imagine in today's game, I mean, unless you're unless you're Haley Jones, yeah. I mean, they're 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 not traveling three thousand miles to see you know just day. just to see you launch shots. No,
7: definitely not. Um, it was actually right when I moved to Palo Alto, midnight we had it really, really good team. I wasn't expecting, you know, the caliber of the players that we got. Um we were a pretty small program and so we were going up against the bigger programs like Cal Ballas, mm-hmm. Cal Stars, all the ones that get all the traction from the college coaches. These are the
3: traveling teams. Th- these are the okay. traveling teams. Right. So
7: we were actually at a tournament, and I remember my mom had come up to me after the game, and she was she was looking because the Davis coach had been there and was watching, mm-hmm. um, but she also saw another woman, that was Coach Fenneke Allen, and she said, it's very weird, I was watching her, and she seemed to be looking at you the whole time, and so what, this story, what Coach Neek tells me is that um, she came to the game, talked to Coach Tim, Tim came out, they both watched, and they were... He called me oh, with it, I think, within an hour after the game. Um, but, yeah, so Coach Neek, she was she told me that with all the other college coaches there, they were watching the other team. So she was pushing them, hey, look at that girl on the other yeah. team. But she yeah, was kind of exactly. like keeping me quiet, trying not sure. to say anything. Isn't
3: that it's funny? Because, really cool. I mean, uh, all you're worried about is just, I mean, you're just out there. You're just playing. playing yeah, yeah. You're uh, just
1: okay. playing. Meanwhile, you're on the radar yeah. of all these programs. Not not yeah, how, you, you don't even know. How, no. how old are you now? I'm 22. Okay, so are you senior? You are a senior. senior, Okay, yeah. very good. So is my daughter. Yeah, oh, okay. cool. <laughs> All right, uh, I love your demeanor too. By the Aw, way, thank okay, you. Okay, <laughs> here's our first trivia question. We might as well start off with basketball. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you know the answer, don't say anything okay. until we come back. All okay. right, <laughs> who is the only coach to win both an NCAA and NBA championship?
2: Ooh, good one.
1: You like that one? It's I got a question. good guess. Okay. Ooh. Email edward at sportsecon 101com The answer to this question, see if you know this. Who is the only coach to win both an NCAA and NBA championship? All right? Don't touch that dial. sportsecon econ101. will be right back.
8: 800 570 9631. That's 800 570 9631. Rebuild or replace
5: transmission, $3,200. Anti lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At TOCO, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call TOCO Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a TOCO plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call TOCO at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri in Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warren Tech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions.
8: It has been said that everyone has a book in them, but do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family, or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story.
1: Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Again, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Vern Glenn and Bruce McGowan, and our special guest, a special guest, Natalie Diaz. Uh, let's see. Who, first trivia question was, who is the only coach to win both an NCAA and NBA championship? Anyone?
3: My first, my knee-jerk reaction was Larry Brown.
1: Now ordinarily I like to go eh. but no I get to go well, that is, ding 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 that is correct so he won the 1988 title with Kansas and Detroit Pistons Detroit with 2004 I
2: always think of Chuck Daly but then Brown w- Brown moved around he was See, when you think about the Detroit
3: Pistons, Pistons you just think of the bad boy teams yeah, yeah. that's true and then, I mean, then, then 04 just kind of slips in there yeah. Larry
2: Brown was a different kind of a guy though he had he must have had about 12 jobs he loved to move around it's like Rick Barry. You know, Rick Barry, they called him the basketball gypsy. He played everywhere. So, huh. restless soul. And Natalie's not restless. I know no. that. Well, she actually is. She's restless to continue her career. Larry I mean, Brown, a a, a a New York kid. Yeah. You know, played at
3: North Carolina. There you go. You know, for Dean Smith. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, evolved into, you know, the, the, the coaching tree.
2: Yeah. Out of there.
3: But uh, but was known pretty much, you know, in, in front of the camera, he was just kind of like this. But, yeah. uh, but. He was a yeller and a screamer in oh, practice. Yeah. Yeah, How about singing. it, Nat? You you, you play for <laughs> yellers and screamers?
7: Um, I have before when I was when I was younger. But if you guys have ever seen a game at Dominican, you know Tim Tim is very relatively quiet. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've played for the whole spectrum. I've had coaches cuss at me, scream at me, yell right. at me, all that kind of stuff. I've had coaches who don't say anything. So you know, I've had the the whole spectrum. How do you, re- <laughs> How do
3: you respond to that?
7: <laughs> um, I'm. You know, I kind of like to do my own thing. I kind of like to stay in my zone. So having somebody yelling, screaming at me isn't really the way I've always learned. Um, I'd rather have somebody pull me off, talk to me. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how now, Tim does it. Now,
1: did, now, have you told those coaches that were yelling and screaming, say, hey, listen, I l- l- I'll learn a lot better. If, no, no.
7: no they were, I, I was too young. I think I was 14 when I had right. one who was screaming. But the other one who would yell and scream, I loved him. Oh my God, loved him so much. You know, he was you go. Great. For some reason,
1: it reminds me um, when my son was playing T ball, mm-hmm. right? I mean, first time playing baseball, so to speak, right, T ball? And our coach was great, just really sweet with the kids and taught them. The other coach on some other team, I could not believe it. He's yelling and screaming at these five year olds, mm. right? And I look at my wife and I said, yeah, there's no way I would let my kid play for that guy. <laughs> no way. Uh, yeah, it's uh-uh. kind of weird.
2: Okay. You know what's kind of interesting? I'm I'm noticing here on the press notes that uh, Dave Alby gave us that the two uh, two of your top players that play alongside you, Vanessa Cruz of mm-hmm. Hercules and Angelica Collins of Hollister, both from small towns like yourself, mm-hmm. even smaller. So uh, in a lot of ways, sometimes the best athletes come from these places nobody hears about. Hol- Hollister. We live in the Bay Area. It's a little town. South of San Jose, Mm -hmm. and Hercules is out kind of in the Delta region. Uh, So, you know, it's kind of neat. I mean, you're sort of, as you said, you felt comfortable small uh, small town big fish small town so this is perfect fit maybe absolutely
7: huh? I think so too and I've I, you know I've been saying that because a lot of coaches go after you know the big name aU teams the girls who go mm-hmm. to the big private schools and you know I always told my mom I think if if I had gone ended up going to a private school like MIDI or something like that was maybe my path would have been different yeah. but now that I look back I, I don't think I would change it for anything I it taught me so much it taught me a lot about teamwork because I was having I had girls on my high school team who had never played basketball before who would just come in we needed bodies to play yeah. so it was almost like I had to, you know, I had a lot of patience and I had to be like a coach and had to be able to work with people. So that's kind of um, led into my life today. And I wouldn't trade that experience for anything.
3: Speaking of Mitty, Archbishop Mitty yeah. out of San Jose, Haley Jones, you yeah. know her? Oh, yeah. Because you re- you're regionally from the same area, yeah. is that right?
7: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And,
3: yeah. And, and and we were just talking about how, okay, you, you small town, you want a small program where you can be a, be a big fish. Mm-hmm. Haley Jones, the number one sought after recruit, in all of women's high school sports, yeah. she's going to Stanford, and 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 th- this is a woman that you know. One week, uh, yeah, Muffy McGrew is in her is in her living room. Next week, it's it's Gina Oriyama in yeah. her living room. The next week, it's Tara. Manor. I mean, you're you're yeah. you're, you're, you're getting get these you know, in in their living room trying to sell the program, uh, and, yeah. and 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 I just I'm just curious. You you, you know Haley, just yeah. kind of what 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 that dynamic is versus. I guess, the, the the path you took.
7: Yeah, you know, I was, I, I think I'm five years older than her, so I never got the chance to play with her. But, you know, I uh, worked with her brother for basketball camps, and um, I'd always seen videos of her. And I remember growing up hearing her name a lot, and people would always say, oh, this girl's going to be a star. And now being older, I can watch a lot of her highlight tapes, and she's just incredible. She is unreal. She's so composed, such a good person, very modest. Um, but yeah, you know, her choice to go to that private school, I think that was obviously best for her. She got amazing looks as of, I don't even know, 8th grade, ninth grade, something like that. Um, another teammate of hers at, on Stanford, Hannah Jump, I actually played with her on my AAU team. Is that Pinewood? Pinewood. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So she when I was a I believe a junior, she was in 8th grade playing in our on our AAU team. And this girl, mm-hmm. I I was blown away by the fact how composed she is. So it, their talent and their, you know, how grown up they are already, it just speaks truth. Which <laughs>
3: leads me to my follow-up question. Mm-hmm. In 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 the way the game is played today, mm-hmm. you coming up, you just can't specialize as point guard, shooting guard, foe. It really doesn't matter what you're listed as because you have to have command of all five positions. And And the two women that you just brought up they can shoot. They got a mid-race jumper. They can go long. Mm-hmm. They, can, they, can, they can dribble drive, go inside, Everything. create their own shot, mm-hmm. much like you and your game. Yeah. Which, and, and, and I believe that's kind of what the game demands, yeah, right?
7: Absolutely. absolutely. I mean, it's great if you could be a point guard and you can shoot and you, you, know, you play your role, but there's so much more to the game than that. You need to be able to do so many other things. I mean, um, I think that's why our team has been so successful. We've had a lot of our girls, you know, been able to train. Vanessa has been training for two straight years now, and not only has she become an incredible point She can also shoot, drive everything, free throws. She's awesome. Same with Alana. Alana, we were joking about it the other day with our coach, Neek. She was saying how freshman year, Alana never drove to the basket. She never wanted to get body contact, never mm-hmm. got, wanted to be hit, none of that. This year if you watch her play, it's a completely different person. She can drew, shoot, drive, rebound. It's it's unreal. So you're about, d- what,
2: you're m- talking about Alana Smith? Alana Scott. You, oh, Alana Scott. Okay. Yeah, yeah, on my okay. team. Alana right. Smith who is from Australia. And that's another interesting thing. Mm. All these foreign players now come yeah. here from Australia, yeah. from different parts of the world. So it, 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 basketball truly has become, like soccer, a global mm-hmm. sport. Mm-hmm. That's part of the attraction. Alana
3: Smith, just yet a couple days ago, she did this grown woman move. She did a jab step, drove baseline, dribbled, then went up, went glass strong. I was like, whoa! I had to put that in the highlights. Yeah, no, yeah.
2: Some people may not know who Alana Smith is. She's the star of Stanford, which yeah. is one of the top programs in the country. Yeah. And Tara Vanderveer, the coach, has been there since, what is it, Vernon, 1990?
3: 1985 was, was that, her first was it, year at Stanford. God, Came over from Ohio State. And yeah. uh, Jennifer Azey, who's also living, there, one of the great players of all time, yeah. mm-hmm. former Naismith Player of the Year, was in her first recruiting class, and then you, you, just just a few years later, they win the NCAA tournament and that's in the thing 1990.
1: Stanford, you know, it's hard to say no to them, yeah, because you know, the education you yeah, get,
7: yeah, of course. You know? Well, that's
2: part of Dominican, I think. The 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 attraction yeah. of Dominican, great school, great reputation. Now, granted, your average fan out there has not even ever heard of Dominican yeah. College, but we know here in the Bay Area that it is a terrific place. And again. Um your interest outside of basketball it sounds like you 've got your hands in a lot of different areas in mm-hmm. terms of your future you 're thinking of getting into some area of the business world
7: yeah um as of now i you know i 'm kind of focused on basketball, but in the future, I always told you know my mom and other friends that I have that i 've always wanted to own my own business i think um it's funny, I was talking to Coach Tim about it, I think, last year, about owning a beer garden. And mm. it's always just been something that I love. I We have one in Santa Cruz. It's called Beer 30. And I love going there. I feel good. You bring dogs, babies everywhere. It's it's just right. a very good oh. atmosphere and a good vibe. And I think it would be something I'd, I'd be very good at, very talkative. And, well, how,
1: how do you balance out school and, and basketball? Because how many hours a day do you have to practice?
7: We do... a uh it's about 2 it depends on preseason or when we're in season right now we're doing about 2 hours a day um so for me you know i have an i have an internship i have all my classes i have basketball so it's all about you know trying to stay as um,
3: regimented, yes, yeah. as possible
7: because you know sometimes you fall in a rep, but that's okay. Sometimes I, I really like the regiment. So um, for me, I, I have I, to plan. I just appreciate. Were you ever
3: Were you Were you ever a procrastinator, and then all of a sudden, maybe, maybe this schedule that you've taken on has has has, 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 has trained you, yeah. into into being, you know, having this regiment. You 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 can't live. Day in and day out without no, it. No. no, and
7: I think I, I finally realized that probably my sophomore year of high school, of college. As time went on, you know, I had, was having more and more responsibilities, and time like my practice schedule was getting longer, and mm. everything was kind of getting mixed up. So, you know, I finally pulled out that Google Calendar and kind of regiment my life, and here mm-hmm. I am, and it's been working out great. So, yeah.
2: My wife We're, keeps telling me I should do that. You <laughs> I'm, I'm almost sixty-seven years old. It's, <laughs> it's, I'm, I'm finished. I'm you know I'm done. He, he still
1: <laughs> uses a sledgehammer and a. Yeah, out, you know, <laughs> right, right, right on the rocks too. Yeah. So getting
3: back to getting back to the game and, and, the and your game, I'm yeah. curious whether it was a, a practice, a game, maybe your freshman year, or whatever. What what was the aha moment where, where 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 something happened, a sequence, a play, or whatever, where you said to yourself, "Well, you know what, I belong here."
7: Mm-hmm. You know, I. If, it wasn't me to be honest it was actually coach Fanique again going back to her assistant coach she, my freshman year i remember her telling me she said you are going to be an all american i remember she told me wow. that to my face and i as a little freshman i had you know I had confidence in myself but you okay. know mm-hmm. i was so worried about messing up that i was kind of just like in mm-hmm. you know trying not to get inside my head um so she told me that every single day pretty much for a whole year um, and it wasn't really until the beginning of my junior year, you know, I started training a lot in the summers. So yeah. it was a lot of lifting, conditioning, shooting, tons of that. And it became natural.
1: Yeah. But see, here's the thing. She knew that she could trust you with yeah. that information. It wasn't going to get your head to where it's no. like, oh, okay, well then I don't need to practice. No, you know? no, no. <laughs> it was more like, oh, You're no, now thing. here yeah. I
7: am having to live up to that. And I respect her so much. So that was like a big, I, I no one ever had ever told me that and, before.
1: And, and uh, Based on the rules, are there any uh, Division One teams that are allowed to even knock on your door? I don't
7: know about that yeah, one. I'm not, I'm not sure not, what the
1: rules are. With I, that. I think I, not I, I think. <laughs> I I
3: think once Dominican University has their fingerprints on her, mm-hmm. then it's 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 hands off.
1: You can gotcha. just can't okay. tamper and just start I think poaching. So too. You know, coaching play—it
3: just doesn't work that way. Well. Oh, hey,
1: hey wait, you, hold on! Before okay, we get to that, we need to follow up on yeah, this okay. one. Though, I got a quick ask commercial about break. This, trivia yeah. question here: We're going to talk the NHL. No. What is the NHL fo- trophy name given to the league's player with the most points? Uh, All right, stay with us. Sports Econ We'll be right back. <laughs>
4: 2 in 5 Americans would not go on a second date with someone who has bad teeth, and 50% believe that an individual with an unattractive smile is less likely to land a job when compared to another individual with similar skill sets and experience. First impressions are made in 7 seconds. What does your smile say about you? Do you want more dates and that amazing job that has been eluding you? San Francisco cosmetic dentist Dr. Edward Love cannot promise those things, but he has spent decades helping helping his patients stack the decks in their favor through smile transformation and dental tweaks. He is so confident that a beautiful smile can make a difference that he's offering the first 10 individuals that contact his office complimentary dental bleaching just for coming in for a consultation. Call him today at 415-392-2072 to schedule your appointment or schedule through his website at drloev.com. That's Dr. Love spelled L-O-E-V.com.
6: If you haven't tried paddleboarding yet, the Petaluma River and northern reach of San Pablo Bay offers you the opportunity to experience the largest preserved tidal estuary on the west coast of North America. The calm waters are ideal for learning to paddleboard while riding wind and tides with sweeping views of oak-studded hills and a skyline that stretches to Mount Tam. Petaluma Stand Up Paddle is conveniently located just off of Highway 101 in the Petaluma Marina next door to the Sheraton Hotel. Paddlers can also choose to paddle 1.4 miles into Old Town Petaluma and explore Sonoma's other river city. Call 707-200-5520 or go to www.petalumasup.com. Again, that's 707-200-5520 or check out www.petaluma.com. AlumaSUP.com. See you on the river.
1: Welcome back to Sports Econ One Hundred and One. One more time. I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Vernon Glenn, Bruce McGowan, and our special guest, Natalie Diaz. Uh, tra- second trivia question: What is the NHL trophy name given to the league's player with the most points? Yeah, I should
2: know that one because I'm mm. a hockey fan. But I'm not a fanatic, and I don't think Vernon is either.
1: It's called the Art Ross Trophy.
2: Oh, yeah. oh I would never, I would never gotten that. <laughs> I had to
1: throw, a hard one in here. You got the uh, Larry Brown one. I had to throw a hard well, one nah, in there. somehow, I
3: there's, there's pieces of like insignifica. Yeah. are in my brain. That just okay. What come color to the is the surface. puck? <laughs> uh, orange.
1: There, oh there. oh, oh okay. man. Okay, hey, you're, you're, so, one, you're one, one for three. If we
2: lived in Michigan or New England, we'd be talking about hockey. You know, coming out your ears. Well, let me let's let's
3: segue back to the college game because I know time's running down on 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 the time that we have with Nats uh, do, 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 the 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 Penguins attack are you guys are you guys half court do you run is is it up tempo what what what's the style for what, what what's the scouting sports sports say
7: I would say it's really up tempo so we're all about you know pushing the ball a lot of times um coach Tim will talk about you know how we play on defense kind of leads to our offense so if we're getting steals on mm. defense that's going to push our mm-hmm. offense into mm-hmm. scoring, gotcha. you know, shooting. Um, so, for us, it kind of depends on the team that we're playing. There's a lot of teams that we know we can speed up and kind of get out of their rhythm. So, if we can mm. do that, we'll go into our full-court press or our half-court press. Other teams, we know we kind of have to pack the paint, focus on defense mm-hmm. inside. and um, So, it kind of all depends on our scouting report for the day, for the game. So, uh, so,
3: so for, for a, an opponent with a scouting report, yeah. they – I mean – they probably they they probably want to slow it down.
1: Yeah. And, try,
3: and one of those get ahead, stay ahead, get Absolutely. back on defense type type mm-hmm. things, right?
1: Mm-hmm. So you're uh, constantly looking at film. Yeah.
7: So yeah, we we haven't as much this year, but we have our own personal accounts that we can go watch um, our film on. So a lot of the time, there's a lot of teams. You know, they'll pull the ball back, set their offense, call a play, run that. Um, so if we do, sometimes we'll run a half court press. That way, it's kind of you know, it's not tiring us out running full mm-hmm. court, but we can do a half court. You know, trap in the corners, trying to get steals if they're lobbying it across the across the key will be there so it's always good it all it all really depends on you know who we're playing if if we can scout players who are a little nervous or a little scared of the ball that way we'll um we'll pressure them and speed them up i gotta well, ask
2: you a follow-up question to mm-hmm. what you're talking about because watching the other night i was covering the warrior game mm-hmm. and and steph curry gets into one of his modes where he's sh- he's hitting everything and he has this kind of sort of serene personality mm-hmm. and i think the great athletes seem to have that you get charged up inside but at the same time the game slows down i remember hearing a story about jerry west sometimes said he was in that all the time is that (laughs) happened to you when you get into one of those modes where it's not like you know you're not aware of what's going on Mm -hmm. around you but you're so focused and so relaxed and so confident that it just seems to kind of flow yeah
7: it, it always i say when it feels natural that's when i know i'm playing my best because if there's ever a time i'm stressed or you know i'm speeding the ball or i'm Committing a lot of turnovers. That's why I know. My like, okay, you got you got to stay out of your head. Get back to what you know. Um, a lot of time people in the stands or f- my friends will be. Did you hear me screaming at you? I'm like, I can't hear you. <laughs> yeah, right, right. I couldn't hear a thing. I I, I have the blinders on. Yeah. I don't listen to anybody's. Good Once in you. a while, I hear a coach t- talking yeah. or yelling at me. But for the most part, it's you know I'm in the zone. I'm in the play. Even if there's a mistake made, I kind of let that go and get back to I, what I. Because I, I
1: can see even you know especially at the free throw line where yeah. it's nice and quiet. Yeah. I mean yeah. a lot of times that's what it is. It's just in the head, in yeah. the head.
2: Well, I I was going to relate to that. You know, I do a lot of surfing, and the most relaxed I am is when I'm on the wave. Mm -hmm. It's weird, and I think that's true of an athlete in any sport. When they're doing what they like and they're doing it well, Mm -hmm. it's almost like – it's it's almost like you're in a different state of consciousness yeah,
7: you're in it's a different state of mind you know you're it, it, it's what you love and it's what you do and, and it just feels so natural and it feels really good and so I haven't really been able to have that peace until I would say last year and this year because you know freshman sophomore year I was more worried about not turning the ball over and not making yeah. a mistake but now I'm I've had the luxury of being able to you know take a step back and take a breath and um, kind of realize that if you make a mistake, it is what it is, get it back. So, like, so the
3: game has slowed down for you a little bit. Yeah. I'm curious, have you been so hot where at timeout, Coach Tim just kind of, you know, grabs his clipboard and just throws it down <laughs> it's just just, just. – <laughs> Just, just keep feeding that. I mean, she, she's just, she's just feeling it. Just, 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 just give it to her.
7: Not yet. He can I mean, that's pretty much gameplay in every, every game. He kind of says, you know, we, we are a team that plays inside out. Mm-hmm. So if we stray away from that, you know, if we're not looking inside, even if, even if there's teams who will double and triple team me, it's not about me, you know, getting the ball and jacking up a shot and hoping it goes in. It's more about, you know, me getting the ball. People dive in to help off. If I kick it out, there's a shooter open. So either way, I mean. Going inside out has always been our game plan, so it's kind of it's helpful for me when I have teammates who can knock down those shots, and that's what uh, many many of them have been doing this year. And I've been it's been so helpful and wonderful to see them step up and um, be so successful. And it also helps me because I don't feel like everything is on my shoulders. I have complete one hundred percent trust in all my teammates. I got to bring up a
2: stat here. Your record, the team's record was thirty three and one hundred one. That's thirty three wins and one hundred one losses before your coach arrived. Before Mm -hmm. this new Uh, you know regime took over since he took over 85 and 52 Mm -hmm. so it sounds like you've created a pretty nice uh comfort zone oh
7: yeah oh definitely and i i think it also leads to coach tim as he keeps everything so simple and that was something that attracted me to this team in the first place i never was about you know all the plays and run i I, as he says it makes us into robots Hmm. so for us it was more you know play your game run score what do we want to do go inside out he asks us the same like Five questions every day, every day, excuse me, every day, every day yeah. and so we, um, it's kind of created like a, we, it's just a flow. So yeah. we don't have to, you know, think about oh, this play, this play, this is where I go, this is where I go. It's more of us just playing basketball. Well,
3: well given the record, but complete culture yes. change yeah. in that one. Yes. What, what, what is the one thing Coach Tim has demanded? What's the common denominator that that essentially evolved in having you guys? Flip the switch like that and be on the role that
7: you're on. I think it's just you know playing your role and knowing mm. your role. Role, and I think a lot of us he's been able to capitalize on all of us doing that. So it's not it's really not just me. Um, each player kind of has been told what is expected of them. Um, so we all know what we're doing and we all know where we're supposed to go, how we're supposed to do it. And I think having that clarification has been really good. And then the simplicity of the game that's always been my mm. thing. So Tim keeps everything's so simple well, how about <laughs> when you're up against it though those
3: the, the, those moments and and whether whether it's college pro they've all they've all run into it. warriors to, to a degree is going through it right now yeah those games where it just it just if you, you, you're flat not feeling it coach Tam saying in his mind boy man I got to really gotta work yeah. today but where, where where it just you just know early on that it's just It's just not flowing for you. You got to get it back.
7: Yeah. You know, I mean, we've had a couple of those games this season and there's been, you know, we've had injuries here and there. We've had a bunch of bumps in the road, Mm. but, you know, it's all about staying focused in the moment and coach Tim, he's able to make adjustments. Same, He has his right hand woman on the sideline who sees everything. So she's always given him some feedback as well. And I think um, they're able to, you know, change what they need to change on whenever we're playing and they can kind of. Gauge how we're feeling and how we're doing, in the other team. So for the most part, they've been really proactive when watching our games. And
1: yeah, I could I see we're you know making the game some, quote somewhat simple yeah. because of the robot situation you're talking because yeah. the, the thing is you, you can't control the other team. No. The opponents might not act react exactly the way you're expecting exactly. them. So. Oh, they're going through the same thing
2: that yeah. you are exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean,
1: and being know. in the zone, I could. I mean when I used to bowl I was semi professional, so I, I understand that zone. Yeah. Now it's like mini golf. Yeah. I'm in the zone. Yeah, you know? you're in <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're in the zone every day here. There you yeah, yeah. i, know, I, I got a
3: couple issues. of follow ups. Uh, yeah. whether you're let's just say you're running a camp, I'm sure you've run some camps yeah. with, with some young kids, CYO mm-hmm. kids, you know, Absolutely. and and uh, um what is what what is your best advice to to maybe the, the, mm. the, the young so listeners out there that that they want to go out and you know yeah. launch shots uh however many times that what yeah. what is your best advice to them
7: if you want to be the best and you want to be good some, at something you need to practice over and over and over how and many again.
3: shots a day you get you, oh my you throw gosh up.
7: we hmm? uh, when i was younger we would we were always told you know at least get 100 free throws up get at least like two to 300 threes up and then work on layups jumpers all that kind of stuff in between um, so for me I wish I had somebody who told me, as a younger player, you know, get in the gym, train, train, train.
1: So uh, what? Uh, f- speaking of free throws, mm-hmm. uh, do, do you know what your free throw percentage is?
5: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, man, she's, she's just playing, man. <laughs> okay. see, I like, the, I like, the, I f- I like the fact
2: that she's not into the statistics yeah. because that's so often. <laughs> that's fun. why I asked it. <laughs> I knew that. He knows. Yeah, see, <laughs> see, I mean, it just comes naturally. You don't worry about no. that stuff. Mm-mm. It's kind of like a lot of things in life. You do do what you're supposed to do, and things will happen, yeah, or they won't.
3: It's fine you know? at the at the at the CYO and 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 maybe high school level for for for, for women's basketball. It might sound like a strange question. Mm-hmm. As as Steph Curry changed the game,
7: the yes. way he plays. Oh, one hundred and ten percent. I've been coaching little kids since I was in high school, um, and you know working camps, and you see as. Each year as I go back to coach these kids, more and more of them are just jacking up threes yeah, every. Yeah. And it mm-hmm. I, obviously like, it makes me a little bit upset because nobody really focuses on right. like the intricacies of the game. That's yeah. why I was um, talking to Dave the other day. We we're talking about Tim Duncan uh-huh. and how I love Tim Duncan. I've always loved yeah. Tim Duncan. So modest, so yep. you know, basic. Everything is so simple. But when I'm coaching these little kids. It's all about shooting threes now, yeah. and so it's kind of like you have to you have to show them that yeah, it's fun and it's cool, but not everybody can be a Curry. Not everyone's going to make every
1: three. They Just shoot. Just wait till they change it to have a four point play. Oh yeah. no. It's another my. five feet back. Oh but I, I, I
3: will I will say this in, in 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 the women that we have referenced mm-hmm. in this interview, mm-hmm. and 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 for the for the listeners out there in the great northwest, I am acutely aware of what Sabrina Aneescu is doing at Oregon. Mm-hmm. Another Bay Area product. Yeah, right. But 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 they they've they the complete game. They they they, they, they 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 drive, they penetrate, yeah, they can jack up shots, but but, uh, but they they're able to have I guess the complete
2: game, so to speak. Yeah, well, that's, that's like the Warriors. Yeah, everybody thinks the Warriors are a three-point shooting team. They mm-hmm. are, but they, compared to most teams, they actually take fewer three-point shots. Yeah, they than are. The no, they are, Yeah, they haven't been. The, they
3: haven't been the, the 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 best three-point shooting team in a, in a while. Mm-hmm.
1: No,
2: it's, I think it's Houston. Well, not yeah. just
1: best, but 60, how many? Night, they how shoot? many? Yeah. They Jack. Yeah, yeah, yeah Houston,
3: yeah. Yeah. Houston yeah. jacks up a lot. A long, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> Harden by himself. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, the other yeah.
2: night without Harden, I think they took forty without him. Oh. That was insane. But they yeah. they still, you know, they they beat the Warriors, so that's pretty good. And yeah, they, they beat them three and they position. beat them
1: three times this year. Yeah. Well, so. Eric Gordon and PJ Tucker yeah. did very well at yeah. three-point
2: line. And 19-year-old Marvin Bagley III. I mean, that's, yeah. that's the thing He's about Yeah. See Alana is an old veteran. She's 22 years old, so yeah. you know, she can school some of these younger players, yeah. you know. Absolutely. There you go.
1: But I could see that she's got a nice demeanor about her. It's just oh, you know, yeah. do, do you make the freshmen like carry all your gear and all that? No, <laughs> <laughs> none, none of that.
7: We 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 only have one freshman too, so she kind of she knows her role. But there she you plays go. There you you go. She, she knows her role. Stay in your lane, sis. Stay in your lane. She <And> knows. When, <laughs> a, a, a,
3: when you were a kid, jacking up shots, yeah. who was your favorite player?
7: Oh my gosh, favorite player! I think it was. It wasn't even when I was a kid. Probably a teenager was like Damian Lillard. I really, oh, yeah. I really Another like Damian Lillard. Boy. He's yeah. he's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So yeah, still one he of is. one of the greats.
2: <laughs> All right, he's, the, he's a Bay Area guy from Oakland. Yeah, That's right. yeah, yes, yeah. He is.
3: Yeah. he well, walked from his home to his own tryout with the Warriors. Is that right? Yeah, he did. I, you you would have know, covered that yeah. story probably. Yeah. yeah. Wow.
1: <laughs> How close did he live? A couple miles. Yeah, he's,
3: he's in well, it's West Oakland, so I mean, he just, he just he just walked over from his house. To, to to the Warriors headquarters, went for a tryout, but yeah, uh, unfortunately for him, it was a numbers game. I mean, Warriors yeah. have too many guards. Yeah,
1: gotcha. <laughs> Natalie Diaz from Dominican University, basketball player. Thank you very much for joining us at Sports Econ One Hundred and One. I know you have. A lot of other things to do today. <laughs> we'll we get her back yeah. on here maybe in Absolutely. about a year. Yeah, let me know.
7: Now you're
3: you're you're get you're getting ready for the for the conference tournament, yeah. right? Yeah,
7: uh. yeah, next week. what is it, the seventh through the ninth, something yeah. like that? Yeah. So yeah, no, Certainly. we're we're so excited well, for that. Well thank you
1: for blessing us with your of presence. Of course, yeah.
7: thank you for having me. All
1: right, we're gonna cut to our last trivia question here. How many winning seasons did the Philadelphia Phillies have from nineteen eighteen to nineteen forty nine? Bruce, that's your years. Oh, right.
2: My my dad was a big fan in those years, so you know. know. What was the question again? Okay,
1: how many winning seasons did the Philadelphia Phillies have from 1918 to 1949? So you're talking about 31, 32 years? Wow, including those two. All right, stay with us. You're listening to Sports Econ 101. We're going to be right back with some closing comments. you'll find out how invent help may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies so call now call invent help at 1-800-316-1738
4: that's 1-800-316-1738 get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738 that's 1-800-316-1738 1-800-316-1738 hey travelers
8: That's 855-325-1780.
3: Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt,
8: Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. That's 800-957-6063. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Bruce
1: McGowan, Vern Glenn, and... Our special guest, Natalie, was able to stay for the last two minutes. Thank you very much. Oh, by,
3: by the way, tw- yeah. number 24, right? Yeah. Why, I why 24? It. I, You Millie know, I, I
7: was...
2: R- Rick Berry. Rick, Rick Barry.
7: I was 20 in high school, and when I came here, they didn't have a 20, so I said 24 was good. But my coach, who was it, she told me last week, she was like, Twenty-four could be too good for you, mm.
3: uh, and I had
7: never heard that before. Wow. I was like, okay, that I'm going to tell people that from now on. Right. That's why I chose it. <laughs> but,
3: twenty-four
2: is the best number. Willie I, Mays, and Rick Barry. That's when we chose his because Willie Mays was his. Yeah, uh,
1: when, we the, when I was a kid, uh, all the baseball players yeah. all, we always picked number yeah. twenty-four. Number so 24. Good.
3: When you hit a three-pointer, and uh-huh. by the way, we should mention uh, what. Uh, third number three score in the country right now as we as we speak yeah yes. and at one point in january you were the number one score in the nation yeah so wait, wait, when you hit a three mm-hmm. would the announcer say nd for three
7: and uh, that's a good i've never heard that one before but i hope so hey, <laughs> i'll they, have to let him know that's right
1: <laughs> i like that that's good nd for three nd for three i like that that's, that's very good. good okay well natalie diaz nd mm-hmm. thank you very much for uh, joining us uh yet again hey, Here's a question. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's right. How many winning seasons did the Philadelphia Hill- Phillies have from 1918 to 1949? Zero. Zero. One. one? Oh, I don't know what year. I forgot to write Must that have been down. This the, <laughs> <it started laughs> the 40s during the war when half the players
2: were you know, in the service.
1: So. Well, that's true. Okay, here's our thoughts for the day. There are two primary choices in life to accept conditions as they exip, exist or accept the responsibility for changing them. I always come up with these poetic ones for for, uh, Bruce. He likes that. And good friends are like stars. You don't always see them, but you know they're there. And with that weepy, sweet (laughs) sweet thought, see, I had to do that because we we had... We don't have too many women on the show. We we had Tara Vandeveer on one time. Oh, wow. Yeah, but she wasn't in the studio. We had her on the phone. Mm. That was good. All right. Tune in next week to Sports Econ 101. We're going to be discussing sports topics from a business perspective and asking more sports trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm your host, Edward Brown. We'll see you next week. Good night, America. So long.